become so desperate to get rid of their body fat, it becomes at the cost of their health. It becomes, and it also defines them, which is strange. Like there could be these amazing women that are standing in front of me. They're capable. They raise these huge families. They carry these huge burdens. They're inspirations and community. And they're like, you know. I'm like, who cares? Like, who cares? Look at you. You're beautiful. Look what you've accomplished. No. Belly fat crumbles women. They hide it, and it makes them insecure about themselves. It makes them feel like they sh that there's some flaw about them. All right. Okay. I wish my fat went to my butt. It goes to my belly. I got my dad's genetics. Whatever. What am I going to do? Not eat? Am I going to not lift heavy? Let me tell you, every time I've lost weight enough to lose all my belly fat, my squat went down. And I'll be damned before my weights go down on that bar. Okay? Every time I get too skinny, I feel like shit. I'm not happy. I'm grumpy. Shelly, we're hangry, right? Hangry. And we don't want to be in that place. You want to lose some belly fat? You know what the deal is. Increase your protein. Cut down on some of your fats. Just don't eat your french fries. I'm not saying pizza. <laughs> That's not fair. But yeah, when you weightlift, you actually also gain some fluids um, and, and, and you increase a little bit of body fat to protect that muscle. Because when you don't have any body fat, you're probably tapping into the muscle you're trying to build when you are exercising. So it becomes this like a process, just this futile process. So having a little bit of body fat on you protects the muscle you're building. If you have a goal where like, oh my God, I have to do a photo shoot in a bikini. When's the last time you did that, Brina? Be quiet. Oh, he ran. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, not a word. <laughs> when you have a photo shoot, you'll come to me and be like, Ina, I have a photo shoot. I need abs. And I'm going to say, okay, your exercise is going to be crap. You're going to be miserable, but here we go. And I'll give you something to do for four weeks that'll help you preserve muscle and drop some body fat. But that's not sustainable. And it's not the message I want for my children. Because life is hard, and women are designed to carry a little bit of extra body fat on them. Women have to carry body fat because of the responsibilities of our reproductive organs. And our hormonal milieu requires us to break down fat slower because we need to support life when the time comes. We just don't have the ability to burn fat as fast as men. Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> right? We shouldn't, we, shouldn't break our, we shouldn't break ourselves trying. But um, it, it doesn't matter to me how much is this muscle and bone. I like how I look. I'm happy how I feel. And my deadlift doesn't suck. <laughs> so that's more important to me than a little bit of my belly fat. Because I can eat pizza almost every day. And if it means I have a little fat on me, well, yeah. Let me tell you something. We all know the reality, right? We know that this state of being is not going to be forever. You will face illness. You will age. You will miss these days. You will not care about some belly fat. And if life hasn't taught you yet, it will. And I'm done sweating over it, you know? So we should really just focus on building our strength. And if it comes with a little bit of body fat, well, then so what? If you have to fit into a dress for a function, call me. I'll tell you how. So we're always trying to become less, you know, we're always trying to become smaller for some reason. We're uncomfortable. It's just, I guess it's just the culture. And we are going to spread the word that it doesn't have to be this way. I'm not going to have her growing up watching me try to compete with her for being in a bikini, right? Or having my 
It can happen, Shelly. <laughs> I don't want my daughter watching me watch myself in disgust because of a few pounds and then watching her do it to herself. But I can't fake that. I have to really live it. I had to learn how to think right. I have to retrain myself. You know, it's really important. And every woman who stands up tall and smiles is a beautiful woman. I never look at how much a woman weighs. I always look her straight in the eyes. I don't see anything else, and that's the way it should be. And if you're not happy with yourself, just eat a little healthier, you know? But you don't really want to. It's miserable. So come exercise, you know? <laughs> in my personal experience, I really think that lifting has really helped me with my body image because I am seeing my body in a different framework. I'm like seeing my capacity, what my body is capable of doing instead of how my body like looks in the mirror. Yeah. So I think that... Also, there's no mirrors at the park. Which is very good. Yeah. I just think it's well, important to know. I feel like people, I feel like that's probably a familiar feeling for a lot of people here because you just care more about what you can put on the bar than... There's something that happens, you know, Esty's right. And that's a fact that everybody who partakes in exercise um, starts to, you know, you see that little twinge in their eye where they're like, you know what, I'm either gonna crush it in class or I'm gonna crush it in whatever fitness you're doing. Once you start to enjoy your workouts um, and you feel successful in them, it's kind of like being an athlete and you missed it. You gave it up to become a mom or to go to school or there's times that women give up their health and their fitness for other reasons and when you partake in fitness it's almost like becoming an athlete again it's almost like retaining some of your youth that you enjoyed and you start to see your body perform you know different tasks and it's pretty cool it's it's well worth it lifting is a whole is a whole other animal it actually has psychological effects, you know? It's, it's true. The whole focus is on what you can do, not what you look like, because I don't look pretty at the top of a deadlift. Because everything is demanding of you when you're a female in the family figure. That's just what it is. And um, what you do with yourself is really important. And when I um, first started this business, um, it sort of started accidentally. And what I really wanted was to build a place for you know mothers to come and have relief from the stress of, of being a mother. Uh, I find that a lot of women give themselves up when they have a family and during the hardest time in your life you feel the guiltiest taking care of yourself. It's just this crazy notion you know that once you become a mother you abandon you know it's the self-sacrifice. The problem is you're responsible for more than you've ever been in your life. You're carrying the burden of your children and your husband and your family, and here you are, you know, not at your best. So we wanted to create a place where women could come and feel supported and take care of themselves and so that they can shine in their life. And so many women feel guilty about it, you know. Um, we experience a lot of women coming to us feeling guilty that they're exercising, taking the time out of their day. But it's sort of like taking medicine, you know, or it's sort of like people don't mind going to a therapist. It's the same thing. If you don't take that little time to yourself to make yourself better, to relieve some stress, when you leave those doors, you know, how are you, you going to manage through your day when everything is just accumulating on you and everyone needs something from you and it starts from the time you're a child, little girl, all the way up.
So we, we got lucky. You know, we um, found a way to help people from kids all the way up to seniors. And when we developed this program, it started out as fitness classes and it, and it ended up in this huge strength movement that's turning the town upside down and forcing us to explain what we do to people because it's so unusual. Um, I would say that everyone here has been under the bar. True? Tehillah, true. Right. So, Isn't um, that funny that everyone who came here? Yeah. Yeah. That's because you can the sense right. because you know you're part of something and also you're looking for something, you know? You're looking for an answer. The answer is never on the outside, you know? The answer is always on the inside. And you guys don't need any convincing. You know, I was hoping we would run into some people who really could use this help and um, they would be less afraid and we would be more personable to them, you know, um, and, and they could find what we have found to help them. But I think that anyway, there's questions people might want to ask. I think you guys should ask them. You hear me talk to you every day. You know the deal. I don't have to convince you. Everybody knows how important it is to get stronger for a million reasons. If your health isn't good, nothing is good. It's just the way it works. It's a fact. The things you do in your life are going to be a lot harder when you're not at your optimal state of health. And if women feel guilty taking time to take care of themselves, then they have the wrong perspective about what fitness is or they're engaged in the wrong kind of fitness. Right? Is that fair? I want to know how sustainable this is, and I've read your articles, yeah. but I really, you know, when I'm 65, when I'm 70, am I still going to be doing this? Because I want to be. Can I answer a question? Like when we're retired in Florida, correct? Yeah. Be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the hurricanes in Florida? Wherever we are, yeah. Can well, Aruba? The, yeah, the, it's real. Yeah. Right, Aruba. We know firsthand because when we went upstate for the summer, we had a gym, and we're like, we are so spoiled for Ina. Yeah, Grace will tell you that. We are so so. Let's say we're not here. We're someplace else, and we want to sustain this. Yeah, so usually what I suggest is that you build a, a gym in your garage because most people are asking gyms. Right. Yeah. And it's basement, 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 right? right? Because it's really, it's really hard. People don't know what they have when they come to us. They just sort of think like, oh yeah, I signed up for membership and this is everywhere. No. Okay? So, um, second part of the question, you will create a space for yourself because you won't be able to tolerate foolishness once you know the truth and the right way of doing things. And you won't want to be pressured for a rack. You won't want some jerk bugging you. You know what I mean? So um, you'll have to create the space for yourself, which is very doable. But as for age and training forward, it's only going to get better. So the good news is um, that your, your strength slows down as you age. But if you're doing this method, then you have found a way to stay injury-free as you get stronger. And that was the one component that was missing when I was seeking the right way to strength train my women. You know, prior to opening this barbell club, uh, it, I, t I trained myself for about five years. And I went through all the wrong measures, and I made all the mistakes. Whenever, before I teach you, I go through the whole process myself. And when I found this method, I realized this is something that's valuable because it could be done with seniors. And so in our company, and, and certainly in my, in my time in the rehab centers, um, we can get stronger from 90 years old. So you can take a person who's been in a wheelchair, bedridden, in a nursing home, 
uh, no visitors, so completely disconnected with early cognitive impairment. Can you get any weaker, frailer, right? Less motivated. And you can make them bench press, leg press 140 pounds, and deadlift 65 pounds. And I got that accomplished in six months. I got people walking and out of wheelchairs and able to go home to their families again. So if you can reverse the decline um, at 90, oh man, you're lucky to be starting now. So yeah, as long as you're careful and you have the right programming and we're not aggressive with it, and we work around lifestyle and we work around kinks and you do the right thing with nutrition as you age, you will become stronger. It might slow down and titrate down a little bit, but the truth is we know we have people in our company who are well into their 60s and 70s and 80s, and let's say we have an 80-year-old pulling 405 now. So it can, you know, I can send you Not videos. Bad. And now I didn't say he stepped up to the bar and did it yesterday, right? But it's a lifetime of commitment, and so if your goal is to always become stronger, even a pound a month, makes a big difference over a few years, right? As long as you're not going backwards. So 65 ain't nothing. I got plans for 65. It's, you know, as you see these nursing homes going up all around us, uh, you have to realize that they're built for you, right? <laughs> and so the community has to plan what to do with its senior community. And um, I don't know about you, but I have no plans on going there. And so when we talk about losing weight, as we age, that's probably not the best choice of words, right? Because losing weight is frailty. And um, the people who never invested in building strength uh, are in bad shape. And so if you start now and you build your 401k of health and you work out, and oh, because you're with Sully, now it's like you hear it all day, right? <laughs> He's always like, that's his thing, right? Because, you know, what people see on the outside, when they see us on social media doing what we do, they're like, oh, yeah, I can't do that. I'm like, well, I didn't do it yesterday. Like, I didn't just step up to that weight. You know, that's the problem. When the girls are by us, and I'm like, let me get a picture of this. Like, no, it's lightweight. Wait till I'm lifting heavy to take a picture. No. <laughs> you got to show people we start somewhere. You know, there's this fantasy about, like, what it should look like or what it means if the weight is light, you know. But, yeah. I've got big plans for my 60s, right? And if everything else stays constant, I only plan to go up. I do not plan to be at the numbers I'm at now. But sometimes life gets in the way. What are you going to do, right? But yeah, nothing's going to change. It's going to be the same damn thing. Maybe I'll introduce you to some new exercises. You will get stronger. You'll look back on these days and be like, oh my god, I'm 65 warming up with what I thought was heavy. You know? And that, that's just the way it'll go. There's no reason. It's just a, we, like, when do you guys, you know, before you knew me, when did you think you were going to be giving up? People, people kind of write off their life, right? Especially women, when, when you lose your period and you start to see that decline. That's some that's scary stuff, right? And then hormones change. And you see yourself aging and you're like, oh, wait, crap, it's my turn. Right, and that decline after 50 goes real fast unless you're doing something to stop it. And when you do and you send a signal to your body and to your brain that you're still growing, it doesn't matter what age you are. Guess what? You could still put on that muscle. And that is the most important thing for everyone to be doing in the gym. So we teach everyone in the fitness classes the value of health. We teach them the movement patterns the same as they are in the barbell club. And we hope one day they will migrate over. Yeah.
Yeah, so a lot of our women who <laughs> come to the Barbell Club, who have taken our Fix the Core class, right away pick it up, because it's the same movement patterns. Um, and we're hoping one day to influence more and more of them. And I, you know, I realized as I was getting older, and I was in my 30s, and I was teaching all the time, and I was really, I was hurt a lot. And you guys, you know, you didn't, you didn't know it. I got up in front of class, and I taught. I did what I had to do. I was hurt. I was one of those over-exercise. I was running 30 classes a week or something, you know. Orly was going to kill me, you know. But I was trying to figure out what now. What now? What am I going to do when I turn 40? I knew this was almost over. Right? My feet hurt, my back hurt, I was injured all the time. Now what? How is this fitness thing going to keep me alive? So I found strength training and I would figure out the right way to do it. And when I realized there was a right way, I realized we had the fountain of youth. I'm not saying that we're not going to run into problems in our life. We're not going to ha have health issues, right? But you can always get stronger and you can always get under that bar and you can always save yourself. Just don't let your muscle dissipate. It's a big mistake. It's the wrong way to think about size and health and weight. We've got it wrong. Weighing very little is not the right approach. You want to drop body fat? I'm cool with that. But you want to make your muscle and bone go away? You're going to regret that in your 60s, most likely in your 50s. And a lot of the women that are coming to us are having to face breast cancer. Right? They're having their ovaries removed. They're having their estrogen is dropping. Right? They don't have enough estrogen, which is a protective agent over your bones. And now what are they going to do for themselves? Right? So they come to weight train, and they are not arguing about gaining weight because they know the value of it. It's important to them. They're saving their life. Mm -hmm.